Because remember, change, any change, takes an investment. Could be an investment in time to learn something, could be an investment in money, could be both. But often, spending the money saves you the time. And that can be often where that huge value comes in. Creating the beauty business that you dream of doesn't have to take over your life. It's all about mastering some basic principles and putting in place strategies to give your business the strong foundation it needs to build from. Throw in the right mindset, a handful of proven systems, being willing to stretch your comfort zone just a little and knowing how to promote and market yourself properly and your success is inevitable. Problem is, that's not what they taught you when you were learning your skills. So that's what I'm here for. Welcome to the Beauty Business Podcast. Now with over half a million downloads worldwide, it's the number one podcast for the independent beauty business owner, dedicated to helping you grow your business, to get the clients and the money that you want without all the stress and the worry. Now, my name is Adam Chatterley, and I've been helping spas and salons all over the world to succeed for over 20 years now. And I'm going to help you transform your business starting today. How big a part is fear playing? in the decisions that you make and the choices you make around the running of your business. Before we dive into the episode today, though, I wanted to make sure that you've taken the opportunity to grab yourself a copy of my incredibly popular, entirely free and very useful ebook. It's called The Seven Day Booking Boost, and that's exactly what it is. Well, it's actually that and a whole lot more. It's basically a framework for quite simply leveling up your beauty business in just 15 minutes a day. The initial result of that being more bookings for you, and you'll start to see results inside of just seven days. But the longer you do it for, the bigger the results you're going to get. Now, it's brand new. It's brand new edition. It's rather beautiful, and it's specifically designed for beauty and wellness business owners and operators just like you. It contains a very simple, easy three-step process that'll take you just 15 minutes a day, ideally the first 15 minutes of your day, to almost guarantee a massive increase in your effectiveness, an increase in your connection with your clients and an amplification of all your marketing efforts, which in turn will bring you more bookings, more clients, and even a lot more sales as well. So if you want a very short, effective checklist that's full of delightful humor and joy, then go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash boost and download your copy today. Hello, friends. How are you doing? Today, we're talking about fear. We're talking about the fear-based decisions that we make in our own businesses that we don't realize are being made out of fear, but keep us held back. So the question I want to ask you today is, does your business scare the shit out of you? Are you running your business based on fear? Are you running scared in your business? And what I mean by this is, are you staying where you are and playing smaller than you should be because you're scared to take the step into the unknown. Now, you probably know what you should be doing. You probably have an idea. You've probably seen a course or an idea or something that you're passionate about, but would mean a change, but you don't do it. Okay. So this could mean being more visible on social media, being more visible in your area, raising your prices past just, you know, 20 pence here or 50 cents there. 
Maybe it means starting to expand and taking on a team. Maybe it means, maybe it means offering a new treatment or a new type of treatment or something, you know, really revolutionary in your business that you're not sure whether your clients would take to. Maybe it means getting help, working with a mentor or a coach or learning new skills or something like that, but you don't do it because it's just safer to stay where you are. And you'll never justify it to yourself in that way. But that's the reality I think that as business owners, we're all living with because as human beings, we crave certainty and reliability. We're creatures of habit. You know, it's easiest to keep doing things the same way. It's the way we're programmed. It's the way actually our, our, um, uh, kind of primeval mind is is based to keep us safe. If we keep doing the same thing, we know we'll get the same outcome. And if we deviate from that, that could could put our survival at risk. So instead, we don't rock the boat. Okay. Or if we do want to make change, we want to find the quick fix, the magic bullet, the secret that someone else knows that you don't, that means that you can somehow possibly maybe just get what you want without actually having to change in any way, which when we really think about it, never going to happen. So some of the mistakes that I see people making around this area are, first of all, the classic, doing the same thing and expecting different results. And I think Einstein said that was the definition of madness, was doing the same thing and expecting different results. Or, you know, tweaking the same thing, doing things slightly differently and expecting, you know, massively different results. Just not going to happen. And another thing is doing what everyone else is doing. Now, sometimes this can be a bit of a disguise. Sometimes you think, well, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to start using, you know, a new platform to communicate with people. I'm going to go on to Clubhouse or I'm going to start a YouTube channel or I'm going to bring in a new treatment uh, range and it's going to be to do with lashes or um, it's going to be working on lymphedema clients and and things like this that maybe we've seen someone else doing. But the problem is, is really you're just kind of doing the same thing. You're shifting over to something that everyone else is doing and therefore ultimately just staying in the same place relative to everyone else. So instead you sort of fiddle around the edges, you make little tweaks here and there, you may add a few minutes to a treatment, update a treatment here and there, you know, bits and pieces like that. But ultimately that's what everyone else is doing. And if you do that, you can't stand out too much, but it's also not too scary. So you're not putting yourself at risk. But if you do this, you kind of get crappy results. Okay. Now, another thing that you could do that seems not too scary and not too risky is when it comes to actually investing in your business and spending money on your business, particularly when it comes to do with the growth side of things. Now, you can purchase machines to help you do additional treatments, which is great and is a great investment, but that will only help grow so far. The really huge gains come from transforming how you operate. And really those are going to come by working on you. And really those are going to come by working with some sort of trainer or coach or mentor or something like that. But again, a lot of people take the sort of the easy, the lightweight way out and they kind of focus on doing the free courses, the free training, the free challenges in the hope that those are going to be the things 
that really make the difference. But really, when you're doing these, you're going to get one of three results. First of all, a lot of the free stuff out there, I'm sorry to say, is crap. Okay. Or it's certainly the same stuff that you could just go and look up on YouTube and figure out yourself and, and just do. Fact is, no one whose job it is to coach someone or train someone or teach someone something is going to give their stuff away for free. Okay. They make their living doing it. It'd be the same as you just saying, oh, I'm not going to charge for treatments anymore. I'll just do all my treatments and services for free in the hope that people come in and maybe I'll sell them some retail product. It would be crazy. So instead, what people are doing, these are the good ones, are they going to offer you part of a process for free? And I'll hold my hands up. I do this myself inside of Beauty Business Hackers. I teach lessons that I teach my paid clients all the time. However, I teach a part of the process. Yes, because I want to give you that knowledge. I want to show that I know what I'm talking about and that I can help you. And I will give you that knowledge for free. And then if you want to go and work the rest of it out for yourself and take that time and make those mistakes, great. I applaud you. But if I show you a part of the process to teach you that I know what I'm doing and I can help you and this stuff works, then surely it makes sense to then go, okay, well, Adam knows what he's talking about or another coach knows what they're talking about or a trainer knows what they're talking about. Or this person who's going to teach me this new technique clearly knows what they're talking about. I like the way they teach. I'm willing to invest with them. Okay. And the third thing, because I have tried this, I have given away huge amounts of information, information that I now sell as courses and within programs. The fact is, if it's free, it is not valued by you. And you've done this because every one of us has registered for a webinar that we think will be amazing and we'll think it will help us and we've registered for it, but we've not shown up to it because we either forgot or didn't put it in our diary or just fancied watching that TV program instead. Okay. So if it's free, it's not valued. Okay. So only by investing in yourself will you actually grow? Now, there's a, a phrase that one of my coaches uses all the time that when I first heard it, didn't really understand, but has now become a, a kind of a fundamental of the way that I run my business. And it is the transformation is in the transaction. Okay. And think about what that says. Basically, it means that a person is only going to grow and is only going to transform when they've actually transacted something, handed something over. And more often than not, this is money. And this is the same old kind of rule of you've now got skin in the game. You've paid some money, you've made a commitment. So now you're going to actually show up. You're going to do the work it's going to take to actually make that change and invest that time as well. So the big idea that I want to get across to you here is if you want to make something, if you want to do something different, if you want more or you want to change something or you want to do something different, both in your business or in life, to be perfectly honest, you've got to be willing to face the fear, number one, and you've got to be willing to invest in making that change, whether that's in the time to learn a new skill or the money to be taught that new skill or both, the money to be taught it and the time to actually master it. Now, I really understand this because I was in exactly the same place when I transitioned over from my old business, which was largely consulting-based business, where I would go and do work for large spa brands and things like that, often involving uh, revenue and software and systems and processes and things like that. When I transitioned from that over to working more online, working with independents, starting up the podcast, starting up the courses and online, things like that, I was scared. I was scared about spending money. I thought, well, 
you know, if I just kind of do little bits here and there and pick it up as I go along, then I won't need to spend any money and I won't need to risk anything like that. And plus, I wanted to figure it all out on my own. I was a business consultant at the end of the day. I thought, well, you know, I should be able to do this all on my own. So I listened to podcasts and I attended free webinars when I actually used to, you know, attend free webinars. And I wanted to kind of piece the puzzle together and do it all myself. And I got some results, obviously, but it was slow. It was frustrating. And ultimately it was that fear of doing something different and wrapped up in all that was spending the money, risking the money. What would my friends say? You know, this was something, you know, online business when I started doing it four or five years ago was still something very, very new and very unusual. Even to this day, people don't really understand what I do when I talk to my friends. But, you know, it was fear of all of these things in the back of my mind that weren't necessarily, you know, forefront and, and coming to me. But these were all things going around in my head. So I kept myself small. I didn't seek help, wanted to figure it all out on my own. I made very, very small gains, but that took years. And it wasn't until I actually got over myself and thought, you know, I need help. I want to learn from someone who's done this before me. And trust me, that took some serious work as well to admit that there were people who had started doing what I was doing after me were doing better than me. And I needed to go and also younger than me. And I needed to go and seek help from them to be able to grow much more quickly. And as soon as I did that, and as soon as I handed over quite a lot of money, the changes I started to see in my business were massive. So if fear is something that is affecting you, and you may not even realize it as fear, but if you really look at the decisions that you're making about your business and how you're intending to grow your business and what plans you have for your business, you know, is it a fear of spending money? Are you worried about spending money in some way? If you saw a course or a treatment or a something that you thought in some way would help you get what you want in your business more quickly or more easily, and you haven't purchased it yet, look at your decisions. Why? Was it a fear of spending money? Okay. Was it a fear of maybe it not working? Was it a fear of failure on your part? If you take this course and it doesn't work, was it a fear of looking stupid? There was definitely some of that for me. I kind of hid what I was doing, uh, online from a lot of my friends. I didn't put it on my own Facebook. I had other Facebook channels. I hid behind the business name for a long time because I didn't want to, I didn't want it to look stupid if it didn't work out. But think about that. If I'm already thinking, well, what if this doesn't work out? Am I really going all in? Are you? And other people also talk about a fear of success, okay? A fear of what if this does work? What if I do get all the clients I want and earn the money I want and have the business I want and expand the way I want, which for ages sounded crazy to me. I thought this doesn't make any sense. Who on earth would be fearful of success, of, of having the things that they want? But Instead, if you count this as bringing it back to that fear of the unknown, you know, okay, well, what happens if I get these higher paying clients and I make this bigger promise? What happens if that works out? How is that going to affect me? You know, am I, am I going to have to work more, work harder? Am I going to see less of my family? Am I going to have less free time? You know, are the demands going to be placed on me bigger? Is it going to bring more stress? So this is fear of the unknown, fear of change. You know, a lot of the time we don't do things because we just don't want to change. You know, 
from everything. So let's look at some of those main areas of fear where fear might show up, whether you realize it or not, and stop you from doing something that you want to do or hold you back from getting the bigger results that you want. So putting this into a specific context then, have you seen, I mentioned this earlier on, have you seen a training program or a course or a coaching program or a coach or a mentor offering something that you think might help you get something you want, but you didn't buy it. Okay. I want you to kind of go through these reasons as I talk about them and see which of these stand out for you. Okay. So for me, the number one thing I hear, reason for not going ahead when I speak to people about working with me is they say it's some form of it's too expensive or I can't afford it. Okay. By far, top answer, and I'm sure a lot of other coaches and and uh, people would agree with me. And I'm sure you've maybe had this as well. If you send uh, spend offer kind of high end uh, programs and treatments and things like that, so too expensive. But let me ask you this: if that's the reason, if that's if that was what came into your mind first, or that was the answer that you gave, think about it this way: what if it works? Okay, what if this program or thing that you've seen actually works? Is it too expensive then? So let's take a hypothetical. Let's take a, a thing that was going to cost you $1,000, okay? Whatever it was, however it helps. Let's say all it did was it brought you 10 more super loyal clients, okay? Everyone typically wants more clients. So let's say you spent £1,000 to learn this new way that would bring you in 10 super loyal clients, okay? And then think about what's a client worth to you in the course of a year, let's be really, really conservative here. And let's say it's just $300. Okay. And the number of visits they come to you in a year, let's say they only spend $300, which is massively conservative. It's actually, it's way close to a thousand dollars, but anyway, depending on exactly what you do, but let's say $300. So let's say it works and you get 10 more super loyal clients in your business. And over the course of the year, they bring in $3,000. Now in the first place, if someone had just said, right, I'll charge you a thousand dollars and I'll show you how to get 10 more clients. Now you may be more enlightened and think about clients in terms of their annual value. And you may think, actually, that's really good value. Or you may think 10 clients for $1,000, no way. That's $100 a client. But if you look at it from this point of view and you know that it's going to work, you've kind of somehow already got that pre-knowledge and you think, well, 10 more clients, $300 each, $3,000 a year. So yeah, I'll happily spend $1,000 to make an extra $2,000 that I may not make on my own. Do you see what I mean? So if you think about it that way, it's not expensive anymore, but that's presupposing that you have that confidence that it's going to work. It's also really interesting to see uh, the the kind of the relative values that people place on uh, knowledge and ideas and information and training and coaching and mentoring compared with spending money on stuff because uh, two instances spring to mind, actually, uh, I've, I've had people just like, I'm sure every coach has just like, I'm sure you have, um, you've explained a regimen or a course of treatments to someone and they've kind of taken a sharp intake of breath, balked at the prices or, or, or the, the number that you're talking about. And, uh, I should say, I think my, I think my programs are extremely competitively priced, I have to say, but I can think of two instances in the last easily in the last month to six weeks where, uh, someone has turned around and said to me, we've had a good chat and I've explained how I can help them. And we've talked about the price and they turned around and said, 
can't afford that, or it's too expensive or something like that. And then one of them within a few days of having this conversation with me and we talked about price um, and them saying it was too much money, uh, they posted pictures on their social media, both using and of their brand new iPhone 13 Pro, which is a 1200 pound phone. Okay. Now I love my iPhone as much as the next person. I don't have a iPhone 13 Pro. Um, but come on, 1200 pounds for a phone. And I have to say my programs that would have helped them grow their business and make way more money than that was two thirds of the price of that. So it was interesting to see that they felt that spending the money to work with me to help them grow their business was expensive, but 1200 pounds paid monthly over the course of, I don't know how many years was something that was affordable to them, even though that was only ever going to depreciate in price. And then literally in this past week, and this is what made me think of this, another client that I spoke to, uh, I think their exact words were, I'm really sorry at the moment, I can't afford that. And then the very next day they posted a picture of their brand new Gucci handbag uh, on their Instagram feed, which I don't know how much a Gucci handbag is, but I know enough to know that they're probably quite expensive. So it's really interesting to see how people, you know, relatively value uh, things, tangible things that they can hold in their hand. And I suppose there's something to be said here of the fact that, you know, with a thing, you know exactly what it's going to deliver you, but not investing that money or less to grow your business to get even more can at times seems crazy to me. So if it's not really the money, if it's not actually that it's too expensive, because if you knew that spending a thousand pounds or a thousand dollars to generate three thousand dollars or three thousand pounds and it was going to work and you had that confidence, then what is it then? Is it a fear of it not working? If you knew the money was right and it was going to return the money for you, is it a fear of it not actually working? Well, in that instance, these days, we can get past that very, very easily because you can do a little bit of what they call due diligence, which is essentially checking into the credentials. You know, it's very easy to check reviews now. Every program, every training, every person has a Facebook page or a Facebook group or an Instagram page or something like that where you can go and check out and see the kind of things that other people are saying about them. And if people are saying good things about them and they've got positive reviews on there saying that however they helped someone or whatever it did or they learned something and it had XYZ effect on their business, then you know that there's a good chance that it might work. So that's one kind of way of looking at this. And another thing is I believe any good either training or mentor or coaching or course or program should come with some form of guarantee. Uh, mine do, all of mine do. And even if that guarantee is, you know, you come on board, you get a period of time to try it out, you get a period of time to see the stuff that you've uh, purchased to take the training to try it out, whatever, there should be some sort of period of time or some sort of guarantee that if it doesn't work or if you're not happy or if it isn't what you thought you were buying, that you can either get your money back or get the results that you wanted in some other way. And the way I get around this is I offer a 30-day money back on pretty much everything that I offer so that 
if anyone's kind of wants to work with me, has some doubts or concerns, they can still go ahead. They can push themselves through that fear because they know they've got the confidence that if they come on board and they check it out and they just, for whatever reason, decide it's not for them or it's not what they expected or it's not quite the thing that they thought it was, they can turn around within 30 days and they can just say, actually, Adam, not for me. Let's undo this and we can part as friends. And that also, as the provider, gives me that confidence that I can talk about the things that I offer with confidence, knowing that I can help 99% of the people that I think are right for me. Occasionally, one will slip through the cracks, but I now don't have to have that fear, that worry, that doubt, that concern of helping people because I know if they come on board and they check it out, and for whatever reason, it doesn't feel right for them, that we've both got that opportunity. So if they come on board as a client and it turns out that I've made a mistake and they're not a client that I can help or not a client that I want to work with, because that's a hugely important thing that we need to understand about clients is it's not always just about will the client work with us? Does the client want to buy the thing, the service that we offer? Do actually will we want that person as a client? So that guarantee that 30 days gives me that confidence that it's right for both of us on both sides. So if it's not that it's too expensive because the financial payoff is there, and if it's not that it's a fear of it not working because we've done our due diligence and we've seen that this this training, whatever it is, works and gets results and does what it says on the tin because we've seen it's done it for other people, that's when I think we start to get to the real reasons why we're scared and why we don't invest in ourselves and do things and step out of our comfort zone. I think it's a fear of failure. I think it's a fear of finding out that financially it makes sense and finding out that it's worked for other people, but having that doubt that thinking, well, if I know it financially makes sense and it works for other people, what if it doesn't work for me? Because if it doesn't work for me and it's worked for others, then that's going to shine a great big light on the fact that the problem clearly is you. And that is where fear really starts to take hold and the scary really starts to happen. Because this is something that really kind of confronts that comfort zone. We've got to be willing to fail. And I don't say that lightly. And if you heard me say it before, the way to think about the word fail is for it to stand for first attempt in learning because no one who's achieved anything big and anything great hasn't failed at least once or twice before. Some of the most successful people in history have failed repeatedly before they did the thing they became successful for. Because like I said, this is your brain Actually, it's not your brain because your brain is rational. This is your mind or your mindset making that last ditch attempt because we've already done the rational thing of going, oh, well, financially it makes sense. And look, it's worked for other people. This is your mind going, nope, we want to keep you where you are. We don't want you to do anything untoward and unusual that might harm your survival. So let's convince you that this is not going to work for you for whatever reason. Let's keep you in the same place. Let's not rock the boat. Let's 
not make any changes. And because of that, you think you're making a good decision, but really you just stay where you are. But by this point, rationally, there's no reason why it wouldn't work for you as long as you follow whatever training that it's giving you. But yet you convince yourself of a reason why it wouldn't work for you to let yourself off the hook, to make it seem like it's not just you that's the problem. So you convince yourself things like, ah, no, this won't work for me because my clients are different because they don't use email or they're not on social media or they won't pay anymore. Oh no, I live in a different area or no, that, that couldn't possibly work for me because of insert ridiculous reason here. So the big message here, do not let fear hold you back from whatever you want in your business. Okay. If you find something that you think will help you and you do those sensible things, you check to make sure that financially it makes sense. You check that it's worked for other people. Then my advice is to follow your gut and go for it. Because as long as there's some sort of guarantee in place there, then the risk should be managed, mitigated, and even removed in a lot of cases. And on that note, I'd actually like to highlight two of my own programs, which will help you get more from your business. If you're willing to push through that initial fear and make that leap with sensible rationale behind it. And one of those is a program I rather subtly called money. Okay. It does one thing in your business. It gets you more money. Specifically, it's designed to get you to eight grand a month in revenue in your business, even if you're small or you have a very small team, or even if you work on your own. It's designed to get you to eight grand as quickly as possible. Follows a proven system that I have created, put together, and tested. So I know that it works and I help you implement it. Loads of success stories and it comes with a 30-day guarantee. And I'm not going to say the price because I want this podcast to be listenable to in the future. And I may very well change the price. But what I will say is it is entirely more affordable than you think it is and costs a heck of a lot less than a brand new iPhone. I'll tell you that. Now, if you want to find out more about money and how I can help you get to earning 8K a month as quickly as possible, go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash money. All the information you need is there. And uh, there's a kind of a, a, an enrollment form on there as well. So you can actually kind of find out more on there. And the second program, one that I really want to kind of talk about, particularly at this time of year, is we're kind of, when I'm recording this, we're, we're in December, sort of heading towards a new year. And I think everyone's mind at this point starts to think, you know, how are things going to be different next year? What change can I make? And that's when I think the fear starts to kind of come in and hold yourself back. So this year, which is 2020, I created a program called Frame Yourself. Okay. Um, it was a bit of a, I called it a case study when I started it because I had no idea how well it was going to work, how much it was going to impact me, um, how it was going to work for clients because nothing like this exists out there in our industry. But it has been highly successful, hugely client happy uh, clients in the program. And basically it's 52 weeks, an entire year of one-to-one accountability coaching with me in a unique way. And I would go as far as to say that it's not only ludicrously inexpensive, but 
because you get to work with me one-on-one for 52 weeks, an entire year, every week, in a unique way, I'd go as far as to say it is cheap. Now, to give you an idea here, some comments from people in the group this year who've given me feedback have ranged from things like worth every penny and more to more than one person saying that it was the best thing that they did for their business in 2021. So if you'd like to know a bit more about Frame Yourself, and I would love to tell you more about it, all you need to do is go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash frame, F-R-A-M-E. Or if it's easy for you, just fling me an email to adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com and say, Adam, I'm kind of interested in finding out more about money or Adam, I'm kind of interested in finding more about frame or Adam, I'd love more money and 52 weeks accountability and coaching with you. Can I do both? Then I will reach back out to you with all the details that you need. And I would love to help you have an amazing 2022 in your business. Push through that fear and help you get the business that you really want. Make those big changes. Get the things that you deserve and stop letting fear hold you back. So remember, fear will hide in the shadows of your mind. It will disguise itself, but its main job is to keep you where you are, to keep you safe. And when it comes to business, safe is not always the right way to go. Because remember, change, any change, takes an investment. Could be an investment in time to learn something, could be an investment in money, could be both, but often spending the money saves you the time. And that can be often where that huge value comes in. So, actions you can take for yourself anything that you want to change, anything that you want to do that you don't do, that you make a decision not to go forwards with it, ask yourself, step back, step step away from the problem for a second, look back at yourself and ask yourself the question, why are you not doing it? Okay. Really great way to look at this. Write stuff down on a piece of paper. When it's, when it's in your head, you can still convince yourself that it's not fear and there's some actual rationale behind it. But when you have to write it down on paper, suddenly things start to not be quite so gray area. It becomes a bit more black and white. So write down the reason for yourself why you're not doing it and then ask is this fear holding me back and trying to keep me in place? And then you need to figure out how can you push through? Okay. How can you make a rational decision about this? Is it by looking at the possible upsides, the return on the investment? Does that make it worth the investment in the first place? Secondly, can you find people who have got the result that you want by doing this thing? And if you can, then there is no reason that it shouldn't work for you. And finally, if you're still hesitant, what's the guarantee that's in place? How can you mitigate the risk that's involved in doing whatever it is that you're thinking of doing? Because you should be making results-based decisions about what to do, what to change, how to run your business, rather than running it through fear being scared. Now, if you want to make a change in your business anytime and you'd like my help, I would love to help you. If you want to come and find out more about my money program to help you get more money and more clients in your business, all you need to do is go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash money. All the information you possibly need is there. If it's more organization or time or a change, 
or a shift or just some ongoing help and support. So you don't feel like you're the only one doing everything in your business anymore. I would love to tell you more about my 52-week coaching program called Frame. If you want to have a read about it yourself, go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash frame. If not, send me an email. I'd be more than happy to have a chat with you or DM me at Beauty Business Secrets and we'll have a chat. And you can ask me your questions and I will give you my very best answers. That is it for me this week. Don't let fear hold you back in your business. Don't run scared in your business. Make bold changes, make big goals, and make sure you get help to do it so you can get there quicker and save the time. Okay, that's all for me for this week. Hope you've enjoyed the episode. May have got a bit ranty at times. Apologies for that. Um, Sorry, not sorry. So I will see you again next week right here on your iPhone, possibly iPhone 13 Pro, just saying. Um, But I will be back again next week. Have an amazing week. Speak to you soon. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like even more help starting, growing, or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten, and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at. 